another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Quiet! And here's your hosts, Philip Mitchell and Bland Garrett. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone and this is episode 32 of the podcast for February 2017. We've got a lot that's been happening recently in all things Dark Crystal, uh, which I'll certainly uh, talk about it on the show. Um, but unfortunately, Bland's been feeling a bit unwell at the moment, so I wish him well wishes and um, hope he gets better soon and hope to get him back on the show. Um, you will hear from him later on in the show as, as we'll continue our discussion on the Gelfling Gathering uh, document, uh, which was part of the, um, the author quest, um, or sort of the document, yeah, that was for the author quest, uh, contest through darkcrystal.com. So you'll definitely hear from Bland, uh, on this month's show, um, but unfortunately just not with the recent news. So I, I'm going to solo this time. <laughs> and first of all, um, for many of the listeners, you've probably seen this on the, the Facebook page. Uh, but we have a new logo for the Trial by Stone podcast, which is very awesome. And um, it was done by David Easter, um, who uh, did the design uh, for the logo. So um, I just wanted to say, if you're listening, David, thank you so much for the logo. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah, when I I think he approached me about um, possibility of doing a logo or I might have, I think I approached him as well, um, and coming out with all these different ideas of what, um, what, what, what are we wanted to do with the logo. And essentially I just sort of wanted to have that sort of dark crystal slash podcast, uh, crossover, uh, feel to, to the imagery. And so he came up with, you know, with, with what it is and, um, you know, having the Skeksis, and the mystics, um, you know, part of that logo, um, which is, uh, very cool. And I'll, I'll give you some commentary about, um, um, his thoughts on why, um, you know, that he chose the characters of, uh, Skekzok and Ursol, um, with the logo. And it was because of their titles. Um, I'm just going to read some of these, uh, our messages of commentary, uh, which I hope you don't won't mind anyways. Um, so basically the ritual, you know, that the ritual master and the chain, the chanter, um, I thought these two, although not Erskek counterparts would be select choices for a podcast as they are the speakers. Um, <laughs> so, which is, you know, pretty, pretty cool, you know, um, you know, thoughts, you know, the sort of the thinking process of what, uh, went through with the logo. And, um, and of course the red and gold lettering was chosen to be reminiscent of the very trial by stone scene as those are prominent colors. So, uh, yeah, so that's, um, yeah, you know, a little bit of commentary for the, uh, the, the new logo, um, which is very awesome. I know in the past it was just that traditional sort of black background with yellow dark crystal font text so um but i thought you know having the podcast for a good couple of years i thought it was a probably about time that we uh got a cool logo to go with it 
but yeah, I hope you all enjoyed the logo. You know, I think it was pretty cool and um, just something new for um, for this year and to, and of course, to celebrate you know all things Dark Crystal uh, being the 35th anniversary. And of course, there has been quite a few announcements and stuff that's been happening with all things Dark Crystal. So I'll try and get through through them all. Um, and I guess the first thing, uh, of course, would be um, the the first issue of Powers of the Dark Crystal, uh, which recently just came out just about a week ago now. Uh, by the time I've uh, uploaded the show. So, um, yeah, and basically, like, my thoughts, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, like, a great uh, start uh, for the story. Um, It does make me curious about wanting to read uh, the script version, uh, just for comparison's sakes. Um, I would imagine that there would be some differences between the script um, to what the comic book um, ended up being, Um, I think they would have had to change probably the structure a little bit here and there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, it was very awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, still has me thinking a lot of things, um, which, you know, I won't go into, um, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for, um, for any of the listeners that haven't, uh, read, um, The Power of the Dark Crystal. Of course it is out now at your, um, local comic book shop or, um, or you can even get it digi- digitally, um, at, a you know, through, uh, Comixology, um, so, which is very cool, um, and there, and I know with the first issue that there's a lot of, um, different covers that you can collect, um, I believe there's, I mean, besides the main one, there's seven, uh, different covers, um, that you can collect, um, so, you know, for all the collectors out there, you know, good luck trying to get, get, get all of them. Um, I mean, as for myself, I'm just, just going to collect just the, just the individual issues. Um, yeah, I think for me, you know, being from Australia, sort of collecting can be a bit hard, uh, a bit of a challenge, not, not challenge, but it's just more expensive, uh, more of an expense. So it's not something I sort of, you know, delve into, but, um, but no, I mean, it's great to see that the comics are finally out and I've uh, been hearing great things about it. You know, I've been hearing great reviews um, in particular, so which is great. So um, just hope it all keeps going. And um, yeah, I mean, we've got a whole year of Power of the Dark Crystal to look forward to, uh, which is very awesome. Um, but yeah, originally I, um, I had scheduled a, a, a Skype conversation to, with Bland to, for us to actually chat about it. Um, and unfortunately with him being unwell, um, it, it didn't work out, but I'm sure in a future episode, um, we'll definitely, um, hear from Bland, his thoughts about the power of the dark crystal. And we will probably do a, uh, discussion episode of powers of dark crystal, um, in the later future, um, I know that uh, we are currently working on the roundtable discussion for Shadows of the Dark Crystal. Um, so I know there are um, a couple episodes that are in the works at the moment. So um, which is which is great. So um, I hope you you know stay tuned um, for those ones. I think uh, the sh- the first part is going to come out in March and um and another one in april and i think um based on the uh, discussions that i've that we've recorded that we still got a lot to tell so 
Um, I have no idea how many parts it's going to be, but you know, regardless, it's going to be uh, awesome times. Now, the next thing uh, that recently came out was actually the Gotham reaction figurine. Um, it was actually interesting because I think reading all about this from the Dreamfasting, the Dark Crystal Experience Facebook uh, group, um, apparently um, some the figurines have actually arrived um, in Australia, um, and I believe that the US is going to get them very soon, probably by the time you're listening to this or or sometime, I think it was sometime in early March that the figurines were going to come uh, into, that they'll, they'll be released um, at Toys R Us because it's a, yeah, because it is a Toys R Us exclusive. Uh, not in Australia, they're just sort of released in just your normal pop, in your pop culture shops um, like uh, Pop Culture and Minotaur and Go Figure Collectibles. Um, I don't know any of the other ones, Um because funnily enough, the other day I was actually trying to track down um, a Gotham, and all the stores that I called up were out of stock. And and um, but I did found one place um, that I was at, that they had the last uh, Gotham left. So I quickly went went to the city to uh, to get my hands on it and come back home and open it and and look at it. So um, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, so I managed to get my hands on one of them, um, so, no, which is awesome, um, and it's actually a pretty, pretty cool, um, I was surprised about, um, how big it was, um, I think it's just the same size as the Gotham slash Cura winged, um, and Fizzgig, uh, figurine that was an exclusive for New York Comic Con, so I'm pretty certain it's a, pretty much the same size, it's just the Gotham in its box, um, the Toys R Us sticker on it, and um, yeah, it was very cool. And I guess the other thing I was really surprised was the cost as well. Um, it was only twenty dollars um, Australian dollars, so um, I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. I thought it'd be uh, probably twenty-five or even thirty. So, um, so I was happy about that. So I'm definitely going to try and get my hands on another Garfum to uh, have as part of my collection of the uh, reaction figurines. Also, there was another announcement about the Dark Crystal Tales from uh, Boom Studios, uh, which is going to be like a um, just a children's book um, of of stories from um, that takes place, you know, from in the Dark Crystal world. I guess you could say. Um, so, which is which is pretty interesting. Um, I know it's something that Boom Studios sort of did with the uh, the labyrinth tales and so i guess for this year they're bringing out one you know jim henson's the dark crystal tales um so best based on their press release um they're proud to announce it as jim henson's the dark crystal tales a new children's book set for release this summer by acclaimed writer and artist Corey godby um who of course is doing the illustrations for the upcoming uh, songs of the dark crystal um and that'll be coming out um mid this year i believe so um which is very cool um and it delves deep into the skexies ruled land of thra in this beautiful look at some of jim henson and brian froud's finest creations from the beloved cult classic film the dark crystal 
um, goes into some detail about, you know, what, you know, one tale when a little bird is hurt in a Skeksis net, Jen takes it to the mystics for healing and learns how every act of kindness grows like ripples in a lake. Um, so I'll, uh, touch that on the show notes, uh, that press release about the Dark Crystal Tales. And yeah, like it's uh, pretty awesome just to see that we're going to get more um, Dark Crystal stories uh, coming out this year. So, you know, from Powers to Songs of the Dark Crystal to Dark Crystal Tales. And um, yeah, I mean, who knows what else um, is in the works. I know that's uh, the Dark Crystal Companion book um, that's going to come out uh, later this year as well. And that's pretty much all the news and talk for uh, this month's uh, Trial by Stone. So again, lots to look forward to. And I'm sure Bland will be back next time to uh, chat about um, his thoughts on all the recent um, discussions uh, from this month's show. So um, stay tuned. And now let's go and chat about the Gelfling Gathering, the final installment of our discussion. And so from that, the next uh, sort of lot of information is about the essence of the crystal um, written by Skektek the scientist. So it's pretty much just a definition of what the dark crystal is and what the power of shards and and what the essence. Well, and at this point, we know that the Skeksis do know that they were once Erskeks and that they were split apart. Yes. By the power of the great crystal. Yeah. And it was the source of their knowledge and protection, but since the crystal was cracked, and we all thank our emperor that it did, fascinating new possibilities arise. So when they thank the emperor that it did, are they thanking him just because he's the emperor? Or are they thanking him because he was the one that cracked the crystal? And that's why he's emperor. Yeah. We I was still trying to, that. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I was just trying to think, because um, I know they show that illustration. I mean, it is in the film, but it's also in um, volume two of creation myths. Um, well, in the film, the one that cracks the crystal is actually wearing a carapace and an outfit. And yeah. It's not like it is in creation myths, but yes, yeah. Prob- that's probably the main difference in the film and the creation myths. Yeah. But it could have just been an image that they were showing Jen, like the crystal or the shard could have been showing or the crystal itself could have been sending an image to the shard mm. to share with Jen. And it presented it in a way that Jen needed to see it in order to understand it. Yeah, because maybe he, if he had seen it, yeah, maybe he, if he had seen yeah. the Skeksis as they were when they first split, it he might have been sense. like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah, it could have just been, it could have just been helping him understand. Yeah. So that's that's just it's all my, mystical, magical power. Yeah, we have to accept <laughs> how it is. There's loopholes, okay, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've worked it out. <laughs> yeah, basically just a melding of the two images. You know the 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 crystal from the past and the Skeksis from that current sort of, you know, era, I guess. Yeah. Not the, those skinny Skeksis, you know, <laughs> that uh, pop out. Yeah. Um, from the and, and I didn't take notes on any of these 
different powers of the crystal and and they've got the the dark the powers of the dark crystal the power of the shard the powers of the essence um i didn't take any notes on any of that just because you know it's so informative and it's it's a good read it is it is yeah it's definitely worth um yeah checking it out yeah that really goes into yeah a bit of the detail so it's just like a one page about the um about the dark crystal the power of shards and the essence um and I think that, the, the dark crystal is more powerful than it was before and for it says for our purposes the dark crystal is even more powerful than it was before so they actually prefer it cracked and darkened as we know um the changes in the crystalline crystalline structure have awakened dark energies that were trapped before Strong energies that can drive our machines and power our spells. Violent energies that can guide us in our quest for domination. In fact, though it is a terribly unscientific thing to say, I sometimes feel as if the dark crystal is alive. See, and that's why I didn't take notes on it, because the whole thing is worth reading. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's not much to, yeah, <clears throat> you know, just taking it as it is. Yeah. Um, uh, the the power of the shards. My experiments suggest that every fragment of gem of a gem, gem of power, power yeah. no matter how small, still retains some capabilities of the original stone. Thus, crystalline shards are of tremendous interest and utility. Crystalline shards of various sources provide the power for many of my in inventions. Refractive properties have enabled me to beam light from the dark crystal, and of course, these beams are essential in our plan for large-scale extraction of, and then it goes into the essence. The technical term essence is the pure energy of life in liquid form. As we have become to age, our essence has slowly... Okay, so this explains why they are slowly dying. And as we Skeksis have become to age, our own essence has slowly drained away, requiring that we replenish it by whatever means necessary. The podlings and gelflings are the most readily available source of this fluid, though I believe it can or could be extracted from almost any living creature. Some among us have noticed that the different subspecies of gelfling provide different types of essence with different properties. His app, his fantasies lie, or his fascinations lie in the area of applications. Uh, he wants to keep them young and strong, um, and what other uses might this marvelous fluid have could it power our machines or be used as a weapon might it be mixed with our ingredient with other ingredients to create empowering elixirs and what might happen if a gelfling was forced to drink the essence of his own kind this last is more a question for my personal amusement than for scientific gain but in time i shall conduct experiments to satisfy my every curiosity so that just shows how twisted Skektek is it also shows that the crystal all the crystal shards anything within the world of thra that's crystalline has some kind of a power to it and he wants to figure it all out and unlock it and use it for their world domination basically yeah yeah could just imagine, yeah. Imagine, like, just imagine if, like, he got like all the essence from the seven Gelflin clans and combined them all, and like, I wonder what. <laughs> that could be the climax of the last novel. Where... 
he has all seven essences and yeah. he was going to drink it. It was going to make him all powerful. But then Ryan had to come in or Rian had to come in. And, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know. I hope that's not the plot. <laughs> Please don't change it. Keep it going. Oh, God, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, we, I mean, we're just speculating. I mean, of course, yeah, we do, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, it's just like, you know, talking about all these um, essences, uh, and then I'm just, it just kept me, my mind thinking about like, oh, you know, if he's just experimenting, you know, if he got every, yeah, Gelfling clan, you know, a member, and like what, what that would yeah. happen, like. Maybe chaos. that's what, <laughs> maybe that's what kills him. Hmm. Because it's just all just too too much to um, maybe it's too much yeah. and it has yeah. kind of a, it does make him all powerful but because of that it causes him to lose more essence in the long run over time. Yes, yeah. Well, ah, I mean, he is alive in the film. Here we go. What? I said, here we go. There's a there's yeah. a good little plot there. <laughs> <laughs> seven um, essence of the seven clans, and that's what eventually kills Skexo in the end. Oh. <laughs> That's actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would, that would be really interesting, yeah. But any kind oh. of story around the yeah. seven essence of the seven clans being all in one elixir would be interesting. It would be, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh. So so here we yeah, know so, that ev- yeah. everything has essence. Basically, yeah. Yeah. We know that we know podlings and goblins have essence from the film, but now we know that pretty much any living creature can be drained of essence. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And they might have its yeah, own power or that sort of thing. So yeah. So it's kinda cool. So I mean, yeah, skeptics. So my yeah. iPad just died. Yeah. So I am without Gelfling gathering at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So um, the next section. Yeah, it was the world of Thra. So basically, um, the listing below describes the world of the crystal as known by the Woodland clan. Um, doubtless, many other terrains and territories await discovery in the outlying areas, but they shall only be revealed by further story, uh, further study. Um, so, Which, what, who wrote the article on this one? Uh, just it's saying um, the Woodland clan. Like it doesn't say specifically oh, okay. who wrote it. It just says. This is just information that we know from the Woodland Clan of the Gelflings. Basically, yeah. And it's yeah. all their descriptions of the world of Thra. Yes, yeah. And what so, they know about it. Yeah, exactly. So you got uh, the so first... So this is interesting. Yeah. Like, why the focus on the Woodland Clan? Is that to say that maybe that's where Jen is from? Yeah, it could be, yeah. Um, and why not any other clan? So whether... Because, I mean, the Woodland clans, aren't they more the farmers? They're sort of protectors of the um, the castle of the crystal? Yeah, the Woodland, they're proud, ancient. They're, they live in fertile lands. Um, yeah, they're valuable Dark guards of yeah. the castle. Yeah. Farmers, cobblers, pod- yeah. cobblers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Peaceful but fierce when, fre- when threatened. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's Jen is peaceful, and but when he's threatened, I mean, he... He kind of has a little oomph when he's, yeah, you know, under. I mean, he he attacks Skeksil, and he puts himself between Skeksil, the Chamberlain, and Kira. Or no, Kira. I'm sorry, Kira puts herself in between them, but 
could that mean that I mean that just shows that there are certain Gelflin clans like I don't know it's like yeah are they this way because they're raised this way or are they this way because of their essence or are they this way because of genetics and um yeah and so it just went for a description of everything so it goes from Scarath which is what which I guess is what the country I would I probably describe as a country um, that Thra of the planet Thra where everything takes place. So um, just says yeah you know, the expense and the expansive plane has been green and good, but now for some reason it seems to be slowly dying, um, and the realm of Scarath is the seat of the Skeksis Empire, ruled by Skekso. Um, and in the heart of Scarath lies the castle of the crystal. Um, and, um, I mean, we all know what the castle of the crystal is. It's just, you know, where all the Skeksis, uh, hang out. Um, and, um, okay. I, I pulled yeah. it back up on my computer here. Yeah. The yeah. castle glows with the radiant power of the crystal, though some say it is not as bright as it once was. Um, so that's sort of, you know, something <laughs> strange that creatures have begun to dwell in the moat. Yeah. Like, so that's interesting to say. So, so the dark, the castle, mm. from what we see in the film, there's not a moat. It's just a big crevice around the castle. Yeah. And down below there's like, they kind of describe it as the skeleton of like, some large worm or something. Yeah. Um, but there's like skeletons and whatnot. There's, as we know now, there's a dead Gartham and a dead Landstrider. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we see the teeth, the teeth of Skreesh, which is the entrance to the lower part, the caves of the castle, the sewers. Yeah. That, um, Jen uh, and Kira go through. Yeah. So it's curious to know, like, was there once water around the castle? And at the yeah. point of the film, is it completely dried up from all the evil? I don't the know. darkness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here it's saying it dwells, you know, strange creatures have begun to dwell in the moat. So is, is a, what's the actual definition of a moat? Is it, <clears throat> does it have to be filled with water? I'm going to, a moat is a deep, yeah. broad ditch either dry or filled with water that surrounds a castle. So So it can be, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, you learn something every day. So there's all these strange creatures that are living in this crevice around the castle. I reckon that's probably the, um, trying to think those, um, the minor um, characters, maybe they were the strange creatures that sort of, dwell there because remember i think in um creation well, the, the yeah. sequel the power of the dark crystal goes into the creatures that dwell underneath the okay the actual underground of the castle yeah oh okay cool and in, in powers power of the dark crystal okay cool 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 um oh, all right cool so something to look for um yeah yeah, yeah. um so here we have the dark dark wood, wood yes yep it's a vast, untamed thicket located near the castle. 
considered dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a big part of um, yeah the story of um, Shadows of Dark Crystal. Um, uh, so um, yeah, yeah, it's just a big yeah, dark foresty. Um, I'm just saying there. It is said that this claim. Yeah, yeah it says that the claim yeah, the, the, of being dangerous might be disrupted, disputed by the numerous ill-tempered sprite and gelfling living deep within the wood. Um, so the forest yeah. is claimed by the woodland clan, but then the sprite and also live deep within the wood. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So you're just a very and I guess, yeah, short. Just yeah, I guess the sprite and are just like, you know, whatever, yeah. we're tough enough. Yeah. It ain't dangerous. <laughs> yeah take it on um and then we go to the podling village the podling village yes the warm rustic home of the podlings is simple folk whose knowledge of the world does not extend far beyond the borders of their town um if it doesn't concern the growing or eating of torbla roots <laughs> Durbler roots yeah torbla roots the pod people generally don't care to hear of it um so they pretty much stick to themselves. Um, is this the Podling Village from the film? And is it the only Podling, Podling Village? Or do the Podling also have different clans? Which I think in Creation Mist, didn't they establish that there were different Podling Villages? I think so, yeah. I think there would be yeah. at least a couple of them. Because um, that was how the word it. spread about the yeah. miners the attacking miners, yeah. was that. All think, the word was spreading from village to village. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I think they, they actually do have a name, the um, the Macracks, I think. Yeah, um, the Macracks. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, no, gotta love the Podlings. And, I mean, to me, I just, you know, when they party, they just party like it's 1999. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or 1982. 1982, yeah. <laughs> they were partying before there was such a thing as partying like it. <laughs> Like it was ninety ninety nine, and then okay. So the next part is the Valley of Mystics, um, which is just the Mystics' homeland where they. I like how they describe yeah. it as the deepest valley in the known world. Mm. It's beyond the reach, reach of, of the, the darkening, darkening land. land. Yeah. So this actually goes. This is actually saying that the so the dark crystal has cracked and is darkened and it is it has also unleashed all of these extra powers according to skek tech and it's draining energy from the world and darkening the world itself um but it also from what we found out in shadows is that these thread-like crystalline veins that run out around the world are also affecting the creatures of the world and the land and whatnot. Um, so it's interesting that the they're saying here that the mist, the Valley of the Mystics, is beyond the reach of the darkening land. So it almost is like it's almost like this darkening effect is spreading around it. Yeah. So it's. So is that, I mean, but the valley, as we know, it's also protected by their 
you know, they, they have their enchantments and their stones and everything that protect the valley. So I'm wondering if, if at this point the darkening hasn't spread to the mystic valley, but at the point in the film it has, but the mystics are able to keep it at bay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe that's another reason why Ursu is dying because he's using all of his power to protect all of the mystics himself. Yeah, and it's just getting to a point where it's just it's just overtaking the darkness. I mean, and I guess uh, as well as it's getting close to um you know to the thousand years um the the great conjunction that I think darkness sort of ensued a lot more um because I mean that was the thing it was like you know if if um if the prophecy didn't get sorted you know, by that great conjunction, then Skeksis was, would rule forever. Um, as they would say it. Yeah. Um, and would probably, yeah, just create more of a darkness to throw. Um, and it, and yeah. it's kind of interesting. Like would that great conjunction, like say the Jen never found the shard and the crystal was never healed and the great conjunction happened. Do you think that the Skeksis would have been revitalized completely as they were during that previous conjunction where they were split. Hmm. And in yeah. a sense, wouldn't that also revitalize the mystics? Yeah, because I mean, they knew at the time that they couldn't get rid of the, um, the mystics. Cause it's like, Oh, if we kill, right. If we kill the mystic, then one then of us is going to die. Yeah. Also, they know that they're from the first gigs at yeah. this point. Yeah. So that's another interesting thing to think about, like yeah, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> and um, and then yeah, we got the the crystal sea, so it's made of tiny crystals instead of sand. Um, is a harsh and brutal desert and home of the Dowsing Clan. Um, it glitters and shifts with strange currents and sudden storms under the scorching sun. Um, I like that. Yeah. It has strange currents. Like how can all these tiny little crystals have a current? Yeah. Like, is it because of the heat or is it because there's creatures in there or is there something, I don't know. Is there some kind of a energy out there that moves from crystal to crystal, but because there's, because it's like tiny little sand, does it like spread in waves and therefore causes them to move? It's it's yeah <laughs> another interesting thing to think about. It is, it is, yeah. I mean, I, like I hope like they sort of go through, um, you know, in the future books, um, go into the Dowsing Clan and um, and especially the um, the Groton Clan as well. Um, which I mean, they, it just it sort of mentions about the Cave of Obscurity, which is just a massive network of caves. Um dimly lit by the dull glow of crystal shards. And yeah, it's the dwell dwelling place, place of the Grotten clan. So that's where they all hang out. Um, and um, yeah, and then we go into the Black, the river. Black river. Yes, yeah. Um, this is the river that Jen and Kira go down um, when when they first meet. Um, yes, yeah. They, they, go, they go into the the boat that they use is a giant beetle back. It's like a, a dead beetle. Oh, okay, so they use yeah. its shell as a boat. Cause I, and then, yeah. Cause I actually heard something, whether that was actually like the back of, um, of a Gotham. 
Oh, see, look, they even they even go into this in the description. Yeah. It says giant beetles are found in the area, and upon their death, their large shells are used by podlings as makeshift boats. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So you answered my question. Yeah, in I, there. Yeah. I just just needed to read that extra sentence. To, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I just yeah, I just remembered. I don't know that like in the making of the film. I don't know whether it's the making of the film or it's, I don't know. I I thought I saw somewhere that it's like oh, you know, like it was is it, might have been was a it a Gartham like a Gartham shell? But um, but I wonder no, if they I think designed giant beetles, the Gartham. Yeah, yeah. I, like I wonder if these giant beetles were inspiration for the Gartham so that mm. they could kind of blend in. Maybe yeah. And they wouldn't fear yeah. them at first. Yeah. Um. I actually like that scene um, with, you know, Kira singing. And then I just love just looking at Fizz Geek. He's just like, I'm so bored on this boat. <laughs> and then I always think... song and then yeah. we see a crystal bat. And, and I always think like, of... Okay. Um, and I always think of well, this song. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say the, the, only, the only thing about the film that they don't touch up on is... So this crystal bat's knocked down by Kira with a bowl of whip. And it raises up out of the water and stares at him. So you have Jen and Kira in the boat. So do the Skeksis see that or not? So don't the... See, from my understanding is that they see that in the book, in the novelization. Yeah. And when Skeksil presents Kira... Yeah. The Skekung is like, well, where's the other Gelfling? Yeah, and he's like, so. "Oh, he's down in the sewers. I already killed him." And he's like, "Well, I want to see him. I want to make you know. I want to see him and make sure he's dead." And then they go down there and they can't find him. And yes, yeah. Um. Oh, and so the other thing I was singing, like, um, uh, every like when I hear um Kira's song, um, it always just reminds me of like um of the Doctor Who um theme song. Oh yeah. Do you do you get that? Like, I, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I, I yeah. I always wanted to sort of do like, um, you know, melding the two themes together to see, you know, what it would sound, you know, comparing them back and forth to um, whether it was the inspiration. I doubt it, but I mean, it's, yeah. Um, but from I always just see what it, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From what I hear, there was originally lyrics to the song, but they decided to just use vocalization instead. Oh, okay. So I am so curious to know what those lyrics were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome to get those lyrics. Um, who knows? I mean, that'd be something awesome if it appears like in the visual history of the Dark Crystal. Um, that's going to come out sometime in 2017, September 2017. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. Alrighty. So moving on, we'll go to the Claw Mountain, northwest of the Castle of the Crystal. Hook-like outcroppings, which when I read that description, that kind of reminds me of the castle itself because mm, yeah. there's all kinds of like weird hook-like structures and stuff on it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Just a big mountain. Um it says that some, some who have tried to climb it have never returned. And we've got the gnarled stone tree, the oldest tree in the known world, spans some 300 trores in diameter. Whatever a trore is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's in it I think either skyward. meters or miles. It's strangely easy to overlook on first sight. It is rumored to offer clues leading to the Valley of Mystics, but mm. you are advised not, not to go, to go looking. looking. Hmm. Then we have the, the Swamp of Sog, and here we have another 
term that we don't know. More than 600 yorgs of vile putrid muck shaded by a thick canopy of vines and weed trees. I just arguably. Oh yeah, sorry. I was just. I just love the term yorgs. It's something you know, something from the Swedish chef. (laughs) Yeah. Yorgs, yorgs. I think. (laughs) Yeah. I guess the weed trees became the ape knots. Ah yes, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And arguably the least pleasant place in our entire world, but the Gelfling of the Drenchen clan seemed to like it. They sure do. Um, and and yeah, that's one of the yeah main places of Shadows of the Dark Crystal. Um, so yeah, there's that. And um, then we got the Silver Sea, which is a sea <laughs> that forms the border of the known world. Um, islands are said to... So it's immeasurable. Yeah, the immeasurable. It's immeasurable. So I'm curious to... Okay, so if we were to stand on one of our coastlines of an ocean, you you would think, okay, this sea goes on forever and ever. It's immeasurable. So is the sea actually immeasurable, the Silver Sea on Thra? Or is Thra mostly covered in water? And that's why this map is all that's known. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing from a whether this map is illustrated from a Galfling's point of view. Um, because you think, yeah, you know, that they would oh, explore. Yeah, yeah. They would, like, they'd be on boats and they'd be exploring it's all just, over Thra. Is this their known world or is this the actual yeah. known world? <laughs> is, the sea ver- is the Silver Sea, like, yeah. cover most of the planet? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, just, yeah, it makes me think about that, yeah. Like, how much, you know, whether there are, you know, wherever, where there are other countries, like Onthra, that are different creatures or whatnot that have no idea what's happening on Scarath, you know, with the Great Conjunction. Like, they'd be aware of the, this event that happens every thousand years, but the consequences that sort of come about it, um, yeah, yeah, just another, yeah, another thought is came to my mind, yeah. Um, again, you know, there's sort of, you know, more potential for future stories, you know, to explore, yeah, you know, the other side of Thra, essentially, you know. And then we have the high hill, which is the craggy mass of rocks with shrubs and thickly growing grasses. Few dare to journey there. Vine-like creepers abundantly grow on the steep spur of rock that arise into a dome. It is rumored to be haunted. So I guess at this point, they don't know... That this is where Agra's at? No, I mean, or they yeah, because I mean, this is because it's saying that it's written by the Woodland by the Clan. Woodland. So I guess the Woodland Clan doesn't yeah. know that Agra is on a high hill, so, and that's, yeah. there, that's where her yes observatory is with her orrery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of Agra, um, we up to the the second last page um, from the writings of Agra, um. So, um, yeah, it's just, just, her, yeah. This, yeah, this excerpt is from the world of the dark crystal, the book of all. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It is. I know it's something I do need to, um, yeah, give that a read. Um, <laughs> someday with the, the world of the dark crystal, I just get so distracted by the, um, the artwork, um, every time I open it up. Um, so yeah. So basically this is all just, yeah, just 
um, yeah, base yeah, just from the um, the Book of Olgra. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of cool to sort of. I'm trying to find where it actually is in the book. Yeah. I can't find where this excerpt is from in the in the actual book. Um. But yeah, basically it reads from before the darkness when I placed my hand on the carved rocks, the rocks sang to me and I share their song with the Gelfling. I watched the Gelfling as they travel through their lives. I made dwellings in the rocks for their empty bodies and the rocks will care for them as long as the world remains. But then the Skeksis stole the Gelfling with force and fear. For from the castle and the darkened crystal within it, there spread out evil like a cloud power that no longer led to harmony the light of the suns lost its brilliance the song of the crystal was deadened and as one standing in the midst of a mountainside forgets the sunlight forgets the path and the world and all outside the shifting grayness so in all creatures that cloud of evil led their hearts to confusion right as you started reading yeah. that is when i found it <laughs> yeah you did found it it's on page it's on page 40 of the original ah uh, yes yeah cool nice yeah and that's where they have some of the some of the gelfling sketches that brian proud did yes yeah it's a it's a it's a great um uh book that's you know if you haven't got your hands of it and you love the dark crystal it, it i i think that's like one of the must-haves um oh yeah. yes it's like pretty much the holy grail yes yeah and um and yeah and and so and then we're up to the uh the final page um the a the final, final threat, threat from Skekoth, <laughs> from Skek- the scroll keeper the scroll keep, yeah yes um so I kind of like yeah sort of poking fun you know it brings that humor back in yeah. that you got from the beginning yes. where yeah. it's like you know yeah because yeah again like this was designed as sort of you know the writing contest so it's sort of yeah yeah just having fun it's like it is forbidden to tell anyone what you have read and do not do not dare to turn these vicious lies into an entertaining fantasy book filled with strange creatures mystical places and exciting young heroes um (laughs) you have been warned exactly (laughs) and then um i think the emperor himself shall drink your essence yeah (laughs) fool you shall pay for your disobedience um yeah so i mean that's that's everything with um the galfling gathering um the author and something to be said about this document the pdf document it's like each page has this kind of like rough torn edge look to it and then some of them have um you know some artwork in the background like symbolism and all it's it, you know, it's well put together. There's, mm. it's got some, you know, interesting artwork attached to yes, it. Yeah. There's uh, some images of, you know, the crystal, and some Brian Froud diagrams and things that he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just looking. Yeah. There's at least a good couple of pages of um of Brian Froud's um artwork that is present in the document. Well, the, yeah. The, the first page, the co- basically the cover, is his um, Dark Crystal image that is in the world of the Dark Crystal, which is also on the second page of this document, which is on the mock-up cover of the visual history book. So 
We don't know if that's the actual cover that's going to be on the visual history book. Um, a lot of people don't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I kind of don't like that image of Jen, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think I've, I remember it being a, just a, um, just a mock-up. So I would imagine it'd be change. Either it'll be my, my original thought. Yeah. 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 My original thought for if they did do a visual history book, my original thought was that the cover should be embossed and have a window cut out where it looks like the crystal and you see an image of Jen in the crystal. And so then when you open the book, it reveals that that image of Jen in the crystal is actually Jim puppeteering Jen. Okay. So like when you open it up, you see a much broader picture and it shows, you know, it's like behind the scenes with Jim Henson holding Jen up. So it's not just Jen from the film; it's Jen being puppeteered. Yes, yeah. So I, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't work for the Jim Henson yeah, Company or yeah. for <laughs> development. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> please get in contact with us. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, it was a pretty. Yeah, it was a. It was a good read. Um, going through the the Galfling Gathering document and um. Yeah, for any I highly recommend yeah. that everyone read this before they read Shadows. Yes. You don't need to, it's not a necessity, but it really does give you a good kind of foundation. It does, yeah. It it really sets everything up for um Shadows of the Dark Crystal, that's for certain. You already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry! At last the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls to the crystal chamber! That's all the time I have for this month's Trial by Stone. Special thanks to David Easter for the brilliant Trial by Stone logo. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcasts at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. Or follow us on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. If you love the show and think that others would like it too, then please spread the word about the podcast and even write a five-star review on iTunes. I hope you all enjoyed the show and come back next month for more Trial by Stone.